Okay, Parshas B'chukosai, Tavshin Ayin Ches, as we finish off and come to the climax of Sefer Vayikra, the third Sefer in the Torah, and we start off with the first Pasuk, in B'chukosai Telechu. If you walk in my ways, Vesbitzvosai Tishmeru Vaasisemosam, you follow my mitzvos, and you do them, and the Torah starts off with beautiful, amazing brachos. You will have rain in its proper time. What's its proper time? Rashi quotes the Gemara. At times when we don't, tra- we're not traveling. The land will give off its its uh, luscious fruit. We have all these wonderful, plenty. We will have peace. It's all wild animals won't attack. We'll conquer and we'll run after our enemies. Amazing. All of these amazing brachos. And towards the end, and there is a question that we have dealt with in past years and we will deal with again this year. And that is, if Hashem is telling us, if you do my mitzvahs and you walk in my ways, what do we want to hear? We want to hear Olam Haba. We want to hear Schar with Kisei covered and being with this Nen and Mizivashchina. We want rain in the proper time. We want Gashmi Schar. All the Mefarshim ask, as we know, Schar Mitzvah Bahai Al Maleka. One can't really achieve a reward in this world. So Mimanavshach, what's the purpose of Hashem saying, if you do all my mitzvahs, I'm going to give you Gashmias? And all these wonderful things. Really, ultimate schar for mitzvot is not in this world, as we know. Right? One moment in Olam Abba, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it can't be described. So why even say it? Just say you're going to get schar that I can't even describe. Just say, right? Ayin lo ra Right, so what is the, what is the message of writing in our parsha all of these brachos, all of the schar that we're gonna get for keeping the mitzvos, if it's not the real schar, and, uh, it's not the ultimate of what we, we dream of. So there are many answers given, we've discussed the Rambam in Hilchus Shuva in the past, where the Rambam says maybe it's Gashmi rewards of Shalva and Sheket to be able to do more mitzvos, and uh, the peace of mind to be able to do more mitzvos, but maybe this year we'll go with a different Rambam and a Ksav Sofer. We'll start off with the Ksav Sofer in source number one. He doesn't ask this question exactly, but that's what he's dealing with. Says the Ksav Sofer in Bechukosei Telechu, Ves Mitzvosei Tishmeru, Venatati Geshmechem Bitam, Vechul. Bemedrash Hadahu Dechsev. The Medrash tells us, based on the Pasuk, Chashavti Durachai Vyashiva Raglai El Eid Vosecha. Dovin Melech says, I thought about my ways, and then I pushed my legs to follow your testimonies, your mitzvos. Chashavti matan scharen shal mitzvos. What is the word chashavti? David Amelach, I thought about your ways. I thought about the schar of the mitzvos. So yes, the Ksav Sofer, what is the Pasuk trying to tell us? What is the Medrash trying to tell us? I thought about your ways. I thought about the schar that I'm going to get for mitzvos. And therefore I pushed myself and I went and I did it and I pushed my legs to go do your mitzvos. What's the message? Nire li. Ki mitzvah haschar kafel. Every mitzvah there's really a double schar that Hashem gives us. Schar, and this is uh, very appropriate to talk about, this parsha, parsha b'chukosai, which we know is about amelos batorah. Schar kaful, it's really double. Schar hatircha shahayelo im ha-mitzvah, v'schar ha-mitzvah ba'atzma. Hashem gives us schar for the mitzvah, but He also, unlike any other reward giver in the world, He gives us schar for the amelos separately. If we... 
want a worker to do work for us. We want him to build a, build a house. So we pay him for building the house. We don't pay him extra if it was harder for him, if he wasn't feeling well and he, and he, and he uh, fought through it. If it was raining and it was harder for him. No, he has to do the job. I pay him for the job. doesn't matter how hard or easy it is for him. But when it comes to Avodah Hashem, we get a double schar. We get schar for the mitzvah itself, whatever we've done, and we get schar for the tircha and for the bother and for the hard work and for the blood, sweat, and tears that we put in. And you know what? The more we effort we, we put in, the more we're going to get. Every little bit of effort that we do for a mitzvah gets into another account in Shamayim. There are some of Farshim on the Mishnah in Perkiyavos that say that this is the Pshadu also of mitzvah goreh mitzvah of avera goreh avera, shashar mitzvah mitzvah vashar avera avera. Shashar mitzvah mitzvah is a separate shashar for the tircha itself. Vishar tircha hu chesed keo. And the schar tircha is a chesed. It's kindness of Hashem. Shemeshalim lo adam lefi terchasa. It's like extra. Right? It's unheard of. There's no parallel. Vizeu sha'omar david amelech alava shalom. That's what David says. Ulacha Hashem a chesed ki atata shalim leish kema asehu. You are, are the bal ha chesed because you repay a person according to his actions. Shemeshalim lo kalish veish lefi maasa vid terchaso. Shahayabasi es hamitzvah. Right, Kimaaseyu, based on the tircha that he has. He explains the Marsha, and now this is where he's getting to the Pshat of the Pasik, and the answer to our question. He quotes from the Marsha, Ki tirchas ha-mitzvah yushulam ba-olam hazeh. The ikir ha-mitzvah yushulam ba-olam haba. The tircha of the mitzvah, that Hashem gives chesed, it's a schar, that he can even get an olam hazeh. The ultimate schar of the mitzvah is olam haba. But the schar of the tircha is an olam hazeh. The Yeshlomar Bazeh, that's what the Pasik means. Akas Dibra Lakim Shtaim Zushamati. Hakavana, what does it mean? Hashem spoke once, I heard twice. I heard the schar twice. Hakavana she is kaful, as we said, kilchashem at stok, achesed, vichulu. And then he says, the gambazeh, yeshlomar mashar muzal. Tchila lachashem achesed. For Hashem gives us to you his chesed, lubasov ki atomish tishalem. And then you're going to pay. What's the chesed that you are going to pay? And now we'll get back to the Medrash. V'zeo kavanas ha-Medrash, line 11. What did the Pasuk, what did the Pasuk say? And the Medrash said, Hashem, David says, Chashavti derachai, chashavti matan scharan. I thought about the ways, I thought about the schar. And therefore then I did it, then I pushed myself. David is saying, I realized that besides the schar of the mitzvah itself in Olam Haba, I'm going to be zochet to the schar of the tircha of the mitzvah in Olam Hazeh. And therefore I'm going to push myself, David says. That's, Chashavti, I thought about it. V'yashiva raglai aleid vosecha. I'm going to push and I'm going to work hard. Shaiti medaktik leilech lemitzvah to to go to the mitzvah. V'lechroach ba kadesh akabal schar psios. I get schar psios, and that's of course in the chukas etelechu shatiyah melem b'torah. But that's the parsha. Why there gashmi rewards? Because Hashem is telling us that every mitzvah that we do gets a double reward. It's a reward for the mitzvah, and it's a reward for the hard work and the amelos that we put into the mitzvah separately, and that's schar. You don't apply the principle of schar mitzvah b'hai al-maleka. That's only for the ultimate mitzvah. But all the extras that come through it, that can happen even in this world. And therefore, that's the pshat of the, of the Pasuk. And that's the answer to our first question. One idea. There is another idea, though. Again, why is schar mentioned in this parsha? If we know, it's impossible to have schar in this world from a mitzvah, and what is the message of the beginning of Parshat B'chukosai. So the Rambam talks about this also in his commentary on Mishnayis, in the beginning of Masechus Peah. 
the Bishnah that we say every morning. Elut varim she'en lahem shiur. And Karen Kayemes, Peros Olam Hazeh, Karen Kayemes Olam Haba. So on that Mishnah, the Rambam tells us in source number two, Kol HaMitzvahs Dechlakas Chalukah Rishon Elishnayim. We know all the mitzvahs are split up into two. Two categories. So there are many categories that mitzvahs are split up into. They're split up to, as the Rambam calls elsewhere, Shimios and Sichlios. Chukim and Mishpatim. But here the Rambam's chilik is, Ben Adam Lamakom, Ben Adam Lachavero. Chelek be mitzvahs hamiyuchados v'adam ba'atzmo, beino uvein Hashem, between us and God. Kigon, tzitzis, tfilin, Shabbos, avodazara, those examples, and also v'chelek be mitzvahs atuliyos, betekinos yachasei b'nei adam ze'emzeh. Mitzvahs that we would call beinadam achavero, mitzvahs that have to do with the relationship between people. Kigon, ha'azhara al ha'geneva, ve'ha'ona'a, the hasina, the hanatira, stealing, ripping people off, hatred, revenge, fatsivi lehov zezeh, and the mitzvah to love each other, vishalo nirama zezeh, not to trick each other, vishalo yamod echad mi menu al nezek hasheni, we shouldn't stand idly by when somebody else is getting damaged, lo samra damrayacha, it is interesting, not for now, why the Rambam doesn't say the iser of hezek. That's not Mefurish in the Torah. It's the first sugya in Baba Kama that everyone discusses. But he talks about not standing idly by when somebody else is getting damaged. Interesting. And to give honor to one's parents and chachamim and rabbeim, who are the avos of all. Right? Our rabbeim are like our parents. So those are the two categories of Mitzvos, the Rama puts keep it up aim and beit adam the chavero, which is the pashtus, even though there is depth to the to that. But the Rama says, imkiyem adam hamitzvos amiyuchados lo baatzmo b'mashe bein olavim baro. If I do a mitzvah beit adam lamakom, yeshlo al zeschar yigmaleo Hashem al kach lolam haba. There is no schar for shaking a lulav in this world. There is no schar for any mitzvah ben adam lamakom in this world. Tefillin tzitzis, Shabbos avodazara, any mitzvah ben adam lamakom, it's a mitzvah that has nothing to do with with us and and our fellow. So it's just something out of this world. So the midah keneged midah is that the schar is going to be in olam haba, and that's not what is described then, according to the arpsukim. If we say this is literal olam hazeh. Reward. But the Ramam says, But if we do the mitzvah, yes, we also get schar in Olam Haba for doing the mitzvah, but the Yasig Toeles Ba Olam Hazer, Lehisnahaguso, Hisnahagus Tobin Bene Adam. But it's we also get schar in Olam Hazer. Bedadam Lachavero is a double. So the Ram, why is that? So the Rambam gives a very practical, logical explanation. By a mitzvah benadam lamakom, so I'm doing something good for God. Okay, so I'm going to get schar in his domain. But if I'm doing something in olam hazeh, I'm being nice to you. So what's the natural reaction to that? You're going to be nice to me. If I'm going to help you, you're going to help me. So obviously, mitzvah benadam lachavero also have a schar. It's not so much of a schar, according to this pshat, than as a result. It's just a result of my actions. That's what it, even though the Rambam calls it schar. He calls it, not schar and toeles, I should say. There's schar in Olam Abba, but there's also a toeles. Lefishim halach paderach zu, v'halach zu laso ba, and someone else also follows that, and we're all nice to each other. Yen agamu me oza toeles. 
right? And we all help each other. You should analyze them and look into them. Hello, And look, he quotes the Gemara in Shabbos, Laman Aleph. When Hillel was asked by the Goy, teach me Torah on one foot. Right? What you don't like, you know, please don't do to your, to your friend. Meaning, all the mitzvahs ben adam lechaveru. And therefore, if you want something good to happen to you, do something nice to them. So the Ramam says that, uh, mitzvah ben adam lechaveru have a little of both. So, again, some of Farshim, I saw in the Osher Satara, they connect this to give an answer. If we say it's just a, 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 what the Ramam calls, not a schar, but to'el as a result, so then we would say, it's not really schar. You can't say that that's what's happening in our, in our psukim. But, if you read it a little deeper, so maybe there is a schar. Maybe the Ramba, the, the Hashem, as the Meshachachma describes in Parshas B'Shalach, Hashem loves it even more when it comes to the nation, the Beinadam Lachaveru elements, the Beinadam Lamakam elements. The Meshachachma, if you remember, quotes there the Yerushalmi, I think, in Meseches Peah, that discusses, in the days of Achav, and the days of other wicked kings, right, they succeeded. They succeeded though they did over the Avodah Zara, but they were successful in their wars. Why? Because they had Shalom amongst them. But in other generations, even if we weren't over the Avodah Zara, but if we fought, Kodesh Baruch Hu was not happy. When it comes on the national level, Kodesh Baruch Hu is more upset at the Benadam Lamakom, the Lachaver, the Benadam Lamakom, and that's why the Gullus for Sinaschinam is so much longer than the Mitzvos and the uh, reasons why the first base of English was destroyed, among many other examples, HaKadosh Baruch was ready to forgive the Chayta Egel. Chayta Egel, Ben Adam Lamako. Miraglim, which is also about Ben Adam Lachavero and having faith in each other, right? HaKadosh is much less, much less uh, ready to forgive. So the Meshachavu develops that idea. So when it comes to on the national level, so Hashem is even more focused and, and has Kaviyochol, Sipuk HaNefesh, when his children are getting along with each other. And therefore, maybe the Kodesh Baruch Hu gives a double schar when it comes to mitzvahs ben Adam Chaveiro, even in this world, uh, along the lines of the Rambam. And maybe that's how one could say that all the all the um, psukim and the brachas that are mentioned in this parsha are are uh, connected to that. The opposite of this, and again, part of the klalos jumping before we get back to the beginning of the parsha, is emphasized by the klayakar in source number three, where he talks about the klala of not getting along with each other. He talks about one of the Klaus is the Pasaklamid Vav. The Radaf Eschem Kol Ale Nidaf. We're compared, they're running away like a like a like a leaf, like a kol ale that's just blown away. Says the Klayakar in the med, quoting the Madrash. Hado Dhsivakashluish Bachiv, Kize Midaber. There's more fighting amongst Jews than again than within any other nation, says the Klayakar, 500 years ago. And Rahman al-Islan, we don't think that things have gotten too much better from Prague in the 1500s. Right, and if anything, it's gotten worse. Says the Klayakar, worse than any other nation is the inner fighting amongst Jews. Why is that? I will scatter you amongst the nations. If we put in a sieve, in a sifter, we put, uh, let's say, barley in a sifter, each one flows out of a different hole. Everyone is separate. 
Kach Yisrael Gam Biyosem Beretzai Vehem Hey Mefuradim Ishmei Alachiv. Part of the punishment of Golos is that we don't feel connected to each other. Rachman Alitzlan. Obviously, because even when we did, we weren't in Golos. When we were in Eretz with the Yerushalayim, we were fighting. So part of the part of the Klal of Golos. Is that too? Even though it's the derech of those who are going through a tough time to comfort each other. Right? We're still fighting with each other. And we still have more sex than any other religion. Right? There's so much. And he compares it. We, what's fulfilled is kekilas, kekilas achiyashiloni. Vikashemes Yisrael, kasha yanut hakonebamayim. Like a reed. Right? What does that mean, a reed? Hashem is going to hit us, meaning said that's into Golis, like a reed goes back and forth in the water. Let's think about a reed for a moment, says the Klayakar. Kikalkonen nidche umisnodeid mipneharuachanoshevo. Every reed is first and foremost pushed by the wind. It blows when the wind. But besides the wind, if you ever pick of, think of uh, reeds growing in the water in the wilderness, they're also banging against each other. And they get tied up at each other. And sometimes even when the wind stops, they're all connected and tied with each other. Besides the wind, each kaneh pushes its friend. Every reed gets hit twice. Echad that's the that's the pasuk in in Malachim. Like the kane, that's what we that's what we go through, and that's why says the Klayakar, in the klalos. Part of the klala is the inner fighting, is the kol aleni dav, just like just. Like it's very easily we're pushed over. Al Kane line fourteen. Him Shilan Kala Leni Dafki Haalech Halushma od it's very weak. Vinidaf Mahlas Harua Khanoshevbo. And it gets blown by the wind. Viafal Pikain Kal Aleth Dokhevas Khevero Makebo. Also the leaves bump into each other. Imagine on the way down from a tree a leaf is falling down because it got blown off the tree, but it doesn't go straight down. The other leaves bang into it. And it goes in other directions. Kal Aleni Daf. That's part of the klala, and therefore part of what we have to get back, getting back to the Rambam, is the Beinadam Lachaveru, is the Chesed, is the focus on each other. As the Arizal says, every morning before davening, we have to say Arayim Makabal Aleinu, Mitzvos Viatlo Recha Kamocha. We have to remember that that's the only way that we're going to get through the Golos of Klalos, and that is by Am Yisrael coming back together and joining. Okay, getting back to the beginning of the parsha. If you walk in my ways, so we read the Rashi every year, but we have to. We'll read it again. If you walk in my ways, I might think that the first phrase is referring to actual doing the mitzvahs. Kishu Omer, Barashi says, the next phrase, So the second phrase in the parsha is talking about doing the mitzvos. So what is the first phrase? Amelus, hard work in Torah. And doing them. So it's about hard work, which we discussed already, and it's about doing the mitzvos. Says the Medrash Tanchuma. It's quoted in source number four. If anybody learns, even if he learns very hard, but he doesn't keep the mitzvos, 
Very strong Lashonos. If I learn Torah, but I don't keep the Torah, it's better, it's, I might as well not have come out. But the language is not just not come out. It's like relating to the birth. It's, it's better if the fetus would have fallen on its face and never come and seen the air, the air of the world. Or at the beginning of our parsha. There's a shmira and there's an asiya. And there's a shmira with a melus, fine, and there's an asiya. What's the message of this graphic lashon of the, of the, of Chazal? That if we don't keep the Torah, besides learning Torah, so then it's, it's better if we didn't come out. It sounds like not just somebody who doesn't do anything. Somebody who actually learns. If somebody learns and yet they don't keep the Torah, it's like it's even worse. So why is that, why is that even worse? What's the message? Says the Grah. We haven't had a Grah in a couple of, couple of weeks. Says the Grah. Apima de Isa b'mesechas Nida. It's relating to the famous Gemara, Nida on Daflamid, which we quote often. Kshetinok b'meayimo, when a child is in utero, when the fetus is in utero, malam dinos al Torah, he is taught all of Torah. Greatest chavrus in the world, he is taught all of Torah in utero. On his way out, kibben shiat salavir ha'olam, but Malach Mesitra, Malach comes and gives him a little flick, and he forgets the entire Torah. And the question that is asked on that Gemara is, why, why are we taught it then in the first place? Yes, we are, we are of course to forget it because we have to get it back, and we have to earn it, and we have to work for it. But why are we taught it in the first place? Right? I don't remember anything. Right? Halavai, we should remember everything when we're going through school. But, so why we taught it? So Venera and many Mepharshim give the same answer, all in different ways, but the Vilna Gon here quotes it from the Al-Sheikh HaKadosh. Venera al Kadosh, the great Moshe Al-Sheikh, one of the greats in Svat in the times of the Arizal and the Beis Yosef in the 1500s. Says the Al-Sheikh, HaMashanu Omrim v'sein chalkeinu b'sarasecha. We daven that Hashem give us our chalek in Torah. What do you mean our chalek? What do you mean? That the Torah belongs to everybody. What does our chalik in Torah mean? Lefi shekal anashamas amdu al arsinai. Vikiblu kalechad chelka batorah. We all stood at arsinai. We each had our own personal kabbalah satorah. When we have svira, we're in the days of svira, and we count down towards shmuis, we are each counting down to our own personal kabbalah satorah. And our neshamas were all there. V'zeo shamer chazal, and this is what chazal say. Yogati umatzasi tamin, the Gemara Megillah. If I work hard and I find, I find tamin. And the Mefarshim, the Alshech included, says, isn't it an interesting Lashon? Matzasi? What do you mean matzasi? Yogata u v'hitzlachti. What do you mean matzasi? You found something, you find only something that was lost. Yes, matzasi daika. Because everybody's portion. When we learn Torah and we connect and we learn again, it's not something new. It's our mitzia that we lost. We lost on the way out of the womb. We lost, we lost it on purpose. We were forced to lose it. But it's always, it's going back. If we wouldn't have been taught all of Torah, so then, we would never be able to find it. It's only because we were taught it is it then looked as a looked at as a mitzia which we then find. Obviously, we have to be caused to forget it because life's about working hard. 
And therefore, malam dino so chelak toraso imo. Everything that we have the potential for our learning is taught to us, and then it's our job to get it all back when we are going through when we are learning it again. But says the gra. But just to get our Torah back, we didn't have to come out. Because we had it all. Yes, we have to earn it, but we had it all. What didn't we have yet? We didn't have the fulfilling of the Torah. We had the learning of the Torah, and recourse to learn the Torah so we could earn it and find it again. But really, we had learning beforehand, the content of the Torah. But we didn't have the kiyam hamitzvahs of the Torah. That's why it says, if anybody learns Torah and doesn't keep the Torah, you might as well not come out. Because you had it all inside anyway. Right? There was no need to come out. Right? Because even inside we knew it. But what's added, what's additional is the, is the, uh, keeping the Torah. And that's why we had to come out. Because the learning we had inside. He doesn't quote it, but maybe what can connect, to, connect this to the Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos, I didn't give it to you, but the Gemara in Shabbos is Dafteches, where Moshe Rabbeinu, if you remember, is bargaining with the Malachim about the Torah. And the Malachim say, what are you giving it to him for? Ma'enosh. Right? What is the, what a man? And, and the HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Moshe, you answer it. You answer them. And Moshe says, well, I'm scared. I'm going to be burned up by the Hevel Shebefihem. And Hashem says, hold on to the Kisei HaKavid. And then answer them. Achoz bikisei kvodi. Those beautiful graphic illustrations in all the shas. And hold on. And Moshe turns to them and then says, Anoche Hashem alokecha. Asher otei sicha. Wa yu in Mitzrayim. Wa yilcha lohem acherim. Right? Do you have other gods? Right? Lo sirtzach. Lo sinaf. Kabedis avicha yizimecha. Shabbos. You had a tough week? Busy week of real. Michoel. You need a rest? Right? And all the... And the malachim say, Oh, you got us. You got us. And the ben Yehoyad and others ask, what was the Havamina? What they knew what it said in the Torah beforehand? What were they thinking? So what's the answer given by a number of the commentaries? Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them, Tom, they said, we want the Torah, we want to learn Torah. Learning Torah is not the goal. Learning Torah along with Shmiras HaMitzvos. Right? It's about, as our Pasuk says, It's a package deal. If you're only going to have the Shmira, you might as well stay in the womb. You might as well keep Torah in heaven, right? But that's not what life's about. Life's not about that. Life's about keeping it along with learning it. Limud amanas lasos, not minimizing the limud, but also not minimizing the lasos. So that Gemara also connects to to this thought of the Vilna Gaon. It's a similar uh, idea. I gave it to you in the in the second one, right in the in the Pinim Often they quote the same thought in a little different versions. You see Nusach Acher. We're not going to read it, but um, but that's that's what he says also that it's about the Mitzia and we're all connected to it. Okay. One more thought about the uh, beginning of the of the parsha. Pasuk tells us after we get through the physical brachos. I'll put my mishkan amongst you. I will not become disgusted from you. Which the mafarshim wonder that's a bracha. I'm not gonna hate, I'm not gonna be, feel that you're disgusting. We could do more than that. Okay. I will walk amongst you. Unkelis. What is unkelis? Unkelis, classically, whenever there's an anthropomorphic pusik, he always makes it non-anthropomorphic. 
chas v'shalom for us to think that Hashem actually did something, a physical act. So what does it mean here that I walk amongst you? Va'ashrei shchinti benechon. Whatever that means. I place my shchina amongst you. Nothing to do with walking. I put my shchina there. Right? Make it into an Hashem term. Something that we can't fathom. Either way. But for this halachti besochachem. Rashi. What does Rashi say? Atayel imachem began eden. Ke'echan mikem. I will walk with you in Gan Eden, like one of you. This is an undermined and under-focused on Rashi. What does it mean, I'll walk with you? I'll walk with you in Gan Eden. Like one of you. You won't be scared of me. Remember by Harsinai, you were scared of me. You won't be scared of me. You'll notice the difference. I'll still be, we won't be buddy, buddy. That invisible line, it may be a little more than invisible, will be there between God and, and, and Am Yisrael. But Hashem says, says the Svarno. And the Svarno we appreciate even more with the footnotes of Rabbi Cooperman in source number seven, but we'll read the Svarno for us in source number six. Says the Svarno. The Lushan of Halicha is not used too commonly in reference to God. Hashem having halicha with us. And this is a bracha. This is the goal. This is what hope, this is what we're dreaming of. Inyanam is halech, hu haholech ana lo makom echad bilvad. His halech means a non-destinational trip. Without a destination. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we go somewhere, it has a destination. Sometimes if we, if we take a walk with our spouse, the point is the walk. It's not where we're going. It's just the enjoying taking a walk with each other. Just walking on the beach. Walking in a, in a nice, beautiful place. You just walk. Where are you going? Wherever. Sometimes you have a teal to get somewhere. But sometimes, if it's just about the relationship, then you just walk. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying here. That's the Hisalachti B'Sochachem. Ha'holech ane ane lo makom echad bilvad. Not to one place. Also, part of what the Svarno is saying is that Hashem is not going to limit where He is. That might be the Pashas. I might be reading into the first lines of the Svarno a little more. But either way, it's, a, it's an idea. Omar imkain es halech I will go amongst you. Ki lo el makom el bilvad hakavod. I'm not going to go in one place. Right, he's not being medayik like Chazal or medayik b'socham, but mesa megdash mishkan. Like it's it's different than that. Says the Svarno. That was one way Hashem was mashre hishchina in one spot, in one place, in one intense way. Mishkan migdash. That's not the goal of life. Says the Svarno. And Rabbi Kuberin points out, different than the Ramban. The Ramban says that the Mishkan was the goal. The Mishkan was, as the Ramban says in a few places in Shmos, a Hemshech of Harsinai. I think he quotes it, I gave it to you on the next page. Right, he quotes the Ramban, right, in the Hakdama to Shmos, and in Parsh, Hakdama to Parshish Truma. The Mishkan is the goal. The Beis HaMikdash is the goal. Right, you have a place where Hashem is Mashri Shechina, that we could be inspired and intensely enveloped in Hashem's love. Says the Sfarno, there's a higher level which maybe is not for this world. But it's where Hashem is with us wherever we go. 
אבל אסהלך בסוככם, ויראה כבודי בכל מקום שתהיו שם. I go with you, and you'll see my covet wherever, wherever you go. Reading it now, it seems more like, you know, the, uh, not the first pshat that I gave. Again, that might be a pshat of the psukim, but the svarno is going in the direction of, um, that Hashem is not going to limit his shechina. Ki amnam b'chom akom she'yu sham tzadik yadar, wherever the tzadikim and righteous people are, who? Kedosh mishkenei elyon. That is where, she'bo tishlam kavanaso ha'shamayim kisi, v'ha'aretz ha'dom raglai. Right? The land is my footstool. Doesn't say any specific spot on the land. I will be with you everywhere. Everywhere. I will walk with you. And Rabbi Kuberman in the footnotes points out maybe this is the goal of life. It's connecting back, and maybe this is also what Rashi means. When did Hashem first say that I will be mishalech? When was Hashem mishalech? Says the, look at Rabbi Kuberman. In the bottom right, right? The circle of history. What was the beginning of history? Adam Arishan was in Gan Eden. Call Elohim Mishalech Bagan. Same verb, Mishalech Bagan. That was at the beginning, not limited in any way. And maybe if Adam wouldn't have ever, Adam and Chava wouldn't have sinned, we would have. That would have been all of history. And yet it didn't happen. But Hashem says it's going to come back. The Ramban says this also, that we're going to go back to the level of Gan Eden. But maybe it's according to the Svarno, this halakti b'sochachem is a level of intense proximity with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we don't have, even with the Beis HaMikdash. Again, other Rishonim argue. The Beis HaMikdash is the ultimate. The Mishkan is the ultimate. But the Svarno is saying, no, there's a higher level. V'shachati b'socham. Again, he's not medayik in that phrase, but... The Shechina, resting, B'kol Echad Ve'echad, in each one of our mists, that is the ultimate, the ultimate level that we can reach. And he says in the footnotes, he's, once in a while throughout history, there has been people that have reached this level. Chanoch, Vayishalech Chanoch Eso Elohim, Eso Elohim Eshalech Noach, Avraham, Hishalech Lefanei Ve'yatamim. So we have this Lashon in a few places where Hashem goes with, but it is not something that we have had until Achras Hayamim. Till Achras Hayamim, when we're going to be able to, to achieve it, to achieve it again. Okay. So that's the ultimate bracha that we still are dreaming about. Let's go to Perach Avav, Pasik, Yudches and Yutes. Talk about some of the Klalas, Rachman Litzlan. Says the Torah, Vimad Elo Tishmuli. If you don't listen to these Klalas, and we also, also have to have Kavana, that we are fulfilling a Takanas Ezra, right? A Takana that goes back thousands of years. Ezra Sofer, the Gemara Megillah tells us, was Masakain, that we lane the Klalas the week before, the week before Shvuis, and the week before, the week before Rosh Hashanah. That's why Kisava is always two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, and Bechukosa is always two weeks before Shvuis, right? Chutzlaris is getting back on track uh, with a double parsha, and they are also going to be the week before, the week before Shvuis. So part one of the Klalas is, Hashem tells us in Pasuk Yutes, after saying, I'll punish you sevenfold, vishavarti as ge'on uzchem. I will break the ge'on uzchem, the, the, your strength, the, the symbol of your strength. Right? What is the ge'on uzchem? Rashi says, ve'ezvaryas yekar takpachon, the beauty of your strength. What's ge'on uzchem? Rashi quotes Wamshat. The Medrash has three. Rashi quotes ge'on uzchem, that's the one we're most familiar with, it's the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis Hamikdash will be destroyed. It's already said here. 
before there's any, any thoughts of the Beis HaMikdash. Right? David HaMelech Shlomo or long before. Right? But it says, Beis HaMikdash, So it's a reference to the Beis HaMikdash. That is one shot of the, of the Medrash. Source 9. Go'on Uzchem ze Beis HaMikdash. Rashi only quoted the first shot of the Torah's Kohanim. Rabbi Akiva Omer. Rabbi Akiva has a second shot. Vishavarti has gone uzchem, elu hagiborim shebi Yisrael. These are referring to the strong ones amongst Israel. Kagon, Yoav ben Sruya v'chaverov. I'm going to break your strong ones, and that's part of the curse. I'm going to break Yoav. Yoav ben Sruya, one of the great generals of David HaMelech, a very enigmatic figure. He did a lot of great things. And he also killed a number of people that David HaMelech was upset about. But Rabbi Kiva says, that's the Ga'on Uzchem. Yoav and those of his colleagues. Acherim Omrim, third shot. V'shavad yez Ga'on Uzchem. Elu ha-ge'im shehim Ga'on Amshel Yisrael. Those great people who, Kigon, Papus ben Yehuda, V'lulainus Alexandri V'chaveirav. Papus and Lulainus. What is that? That's what Hashem says in the Torah. What's going on here? Says Reb Ruvain Margolis. Right, it's quoted here in the Kamoti Shalarov, but it's in the Sefer Ololos. It's one of the little svarim of Reb Ruvain Margolis. He has a number of those little blue svarim. One of them is Ololos. One is Yisoda Mishnah Arichasa. Right, Malachi, I forgot the exact name. A whole Sefer about the names of Malachim, Shemos Malachim. Either way, this is from Ololos. He quotes it. I just gave it to you from here. So says Reb Ruvain Margolis. I understand one and three. I don't understand number two. Number one, obviously, I'm going to break the base of Migdash. That's, that's fine. We understand that. And even number three, Papa and Lulinus. Who was that? So if you look in the Yerushalmi, we hear the story. Line three. One of the early Roman uh, emperors gave these two brothers permission to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. And that's what the Medrash says, We may be Roshua ben Hanania. Gozra ma'al Beis HaMikdash. Hoshiva palpas lulainis tarpizin me'akob anantuchia. And they were, they were getting things ready to build the Beis HaMikdash. Vayibaspikin lo'ole gola kesev izalva kaltzarcham. They were getting, they were moving. They were the doers and the shakers. Until the kusim they were malshin. They told the Romans were rebelling. We know other stories like this about the Kusim. And remember the Gemara that they told Alexander the Great, Gemara Meseches Yuma. But here the Kusim, but here they were succeeded. They're going to rebel when, when they have a base Hamikdash. The Jews are going to throw off the all of Rome. The Hetter was revoked, and Papas and Lalinus were killed, and there was an Avel Kaved in Am Yisrael. So they were connected. To the base of Mikdash too. They were connected to a rebuilding. They were connected to such a terrible pain. When Hashem says, the Shabbat is going Uzchem, one shot is base of Mikdash. One is these two that were going to rebuild the base of Mikdash. But the third one, Rebbe Akiva, Yoav ben Sruya, what does he have to do with anything? He lived so many, so many years, right, so many years earlier. I'm talking about Rebbe Akiva after Bayashani, Yoav was before Bayash Rishon. What is the Gon Uzchem? doesn't fit with the other Pshantim. So Jasra Ruben Margolis, and this is one of, in his classic style, he is an unbelievable, he was an unbelievable, obviously, Gadol, but he was also on the scholarly side, and he had very interesting historical suggestions to explain words of Chazal, sometimes, sometimes radical, 
but sometimes creative historical suggestions. And here's one example. Again, the kasha is very strong. What is Yob and Shruya doing? Rabbi Akiva is talking. The other two pshatim had to do with the base of Migdash. One was about the base of Migdash will be destroyed. One was about two other people who at an earlier time in history wanted to rebuild the base of Migdash and it didn't work. And now Rabbi Akiva is talking. What do we know about Rabbi Akiva? Well, obviously we know, very famously, Rabbi Akiva thought Bar Kochva was Mashiach. He thought the Galus was also going to be short-lived. And they were going to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. That's what he thought. That's what Rabbi Akiva was convinced. Was it partially because you know, Rabbi Akiva was always the optimist, as we've quoted many times, and many Sfarim point out. But there was a terrible, terrible tragedy, as we know. Right, what happened in Beitar, line 16. The Rambam says this. He thought he was, he was Mashiach. Bar Kochva, on a Yodim Shadim Gadolaya. He was a great, he was a great military person, personality. He wanted to rebuild the base of Migdash. And he was Nichshal. And he committed Ritzicha. The Medrash tells us that he killed one of the Tanoim, and then eventually he was killed. But again, a figure that seemed on the surface to be strong, to be rebuilding. And yet the Yerushalmi and Tainus tells us Betar was destroyed, as we know, and Ben Kusiba was destroyed. Hayazeh Ason Nora, line 23. Ben Kochav Ben Kozev. He became Ben Kuziba. Right? Because it was all false. It all didn't work out. Right, what a terrible tragedy. And they all were masked him, including the one who thought he was Mashiach, Lechora, Rabbi Akiva. Ulam, but says Rebuven Margolis, at that time, he was known as the leader of the Mered. Bar Kokhva, Rabbi Akiva's going to give him a big hesped. Rabbi is going to say great things about him? Can't be, says Rebuven Margolis. Again, this is all assuming. I don't know if we have any evidence that Rabbi Kiva gave a hesped that he, he still thought that they were redeeming qualities after. So suggests Rabbi Margolis, he really wanted to be him, but he couldn't say his name. So what did he talk about? He talked about a parallel figure earlier in history that also was a military general and that also, towards the end, did some questionable things. Maybe murder, and at the end he was killed. Right, David Melach tells Shlomo to take care of Yoav ben Sruya. He had a talk in in, in code. He had to give a, a nickname to the one he was really being masked to to a different name. Borrowed from a different time period in history. So that the Malchus won't understand. But those who heard it, those who were there at that time, they knew what he was talking about. So, suggests Rebruvin Margolis, maybe this was what the Medrash means. Who was the Fishavadis going Uzchem? It really is referring to the tragedy of the Bar Kochva story. But what did Rabbi Akiva say in the Medrash? The Medrash, what did Rabbi Akiva say at that time? Yoav Utsruya and his friends. Yoav ben Sruya and those who were who were with him, and that's what he suggests. 
as Yoav ben Sruya, Shigamu Nichshal, Kamohu, he also was Nichshal at the end of his life and he had to be killed. Nishbargon Uzam Shal Yisrael. Again, so all three Pshatim in the Madras have to do with the Beis Migdash. Either the actual Beis Migdash, or Papas and Lulainis who were building the Beis Migdash, or Bar Kochva, who also Rabbi Kiva hoped to build the Beis Migdash. So, the last line, Diber Amnam al Yoav ben Sruya, Ulam Kavanasa Haisa Labar Kochva. Fascinating suggestion that Rebruven Margolis, Rebruven Margolis has. Uh, good. Just once we're, we're on, oh, I didn't give it to you. I'm sorry, I forgot to, um, it was cut off. It was cut off and I forgot to, uh, to, to, uh, to put it on. But just to mention another thought, maybe this will be Tarsha Balpeh. Tarsha Balpeh, if you look in, in that, uh, that same Pasik that we were talking about, uh, we're talking about towards the Pasik Chaf. A pasuk afterwards, v'tam larikochachem, your strength will be emptied. V'tam larikochachem. So what does that refer to? So there's a medrash. This is on the next page in the Kamoti Shalarav. That's why I didn't. I had it, but I guess I, I didn't. I didn't uh, copy it. The next page, v'tam larikochachem. The medrash tells us on that pasuk, v'tam larikochachem, you'll work for nothing. Your your work will go for naught. The medrash says, for example. Your daughter will get married, Rahman al-Islan, soon after she gets married. And you give her a big nidunya, and you give her tons of stuff, she will die, and your son-in-law will inherit everything, and you will lose everything. That's v'tam l'rikochachem. That's an example, says the Medrash, of v'tam l'rikochachem. Your strength will be for nothing, will completely be for nothing. So one of the Mepharshim say, in Sefer Hayasher of Rabbeinu Tam, he made a takana that for a year after a woman gets married, if she, Rahman al-Islam, dies within the year, the money goes back to the father. Rabbeinu Tam made that takana so that people won't be nervous the first year, very short marriage. So there are two suggestions where Rabbeinu Tam got his nickname. Rabbeinu Tam, Yaakov, right? Yaakov, the brother of the Rashbam, the grandson of Rashi, right? Yaakov ben Meir ben Yitzchak. That was Rabbeinu Tam's name. Why was he called Rabbeinu Tam? So some suggest he learned all day. He was tremendous. Yaakov, his name was Yaakov. Yaakov Ishtam, Yoshevo Alim. That's one suggestion. He's the most quoted Baal Tosos in all of Shas. But others suggest it's based on this Pasuk. The Tam Larik Rabbeinu Tam. The Medrash tells us on this Pasuk, the curse, Rabbeinu Tam helped it out a little bit. The Tam, Tam la Rikochachem, uh, Rabbi Tam helped out with that curse to try to prevent it from coming to, coming to fruition. Rabbi Tam. Okay. Moving right along. We move on to Perek Chavav Pasik Tezayin. Chavav Tezayin. Says the, again, these are all different psukim at the beginning of the, of the Tochacha. Hashem says, if you don't listen to me, if you, this is the beginning, let's keep in mind, this is the beginning of the Klaus. I just wanted to end with this thought connecting, that's why I did a little bit out of order. If you do all of that, I will also do this to you. Every word in the Torah teaches us something. What's the af? That like people talk, you're going to do that? I could also do the same thing. Afani, 
says the Malbim, there's a deeper idea here. And the Malbim notes that the simple interpretation, when you want to say, also me, the Torah would have you said the word gam, not af. Classic Malbim. The Malbim throughout Tanakh picks up on words and he, he never says, I shouldn't say never, uh, he very unusually would say it's two words that mean the same thing. If it's two different words, they mean two different things. The Torah is not going to tell us what the Radak often says, kafel ha'inyan b'milim shonos. It just says the same thing to be poetic. The Tosfos at the beginning of his Eoneshech and the beginning of the, uh, the parak, fifth parak in Bamitzia, Tosfos also writes this. Right? It's, it's to be, make it beautiful. Why does it sometimes call it ribis and sometimes calls it neshech? Right? Poetic, poetic beauty. The Malbim says, no, no, no. Every word has a specific meaning. Why here does it say af and not gam at the beginning of the klalas? Says the Malbim, gam means also. Af means surprisingly also. That's the af. We should be shocked about what's happening here. Amnam says the Malbim in source 10. Yesh hevdel bein milas af le milas gam. She milas af Ba al dvar Af is something that is very surprising. af ani. So what does it mean here? Af Logically, I shouldn't be doing this. Why? I have built everything up. Now I'm the one that's destroying it. I help build the base of Migdash. Now I'm destroying the base of Migdash. I help bring the Jews into Eretz Yisrael. Now I'm going to send them into Gaulus. That's the af. It's so against what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done. Ki akol ma'aseh yadai. V'lo chafetz ha'po'el ba'hashchasas ma'aseh yadav. Hashem is the one that built everything. And now there's destruction. Bechol zoz ezozoz. But you know what? Af. I'm going to do it anyway. Because this is what's magia to us. V'zeo sh'amar eni medabra ela ba'af. That also connects to af meaning anger. Maybe this af is the source for all other afs being anger. Right? That's connected to what I built, I will destroy. Because that's what af is. Af is about something that is surprising. Turn, turn to go to the next couple of lines. 18. They desecrated the place. I'm going to desecrate, so to speak, my own place, my own world. But it's an af, it's something that we don't expect. But we know and we believe that das and din. We believe yesh din, v'yesh dayan. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is ultimately just. And though we read about the klalos, and Rachman al-Islan, so many, like they quote the story of the Kleisenberger Rabbi after the klalos, and when he says the famous story, he goes, hecher, hecher, do it louder, do it louder. We have nothing to worry about, it's all happened already. Said the, uh, said the Kleiserberger Rebbe after the Holocaust. Right? You don't have to do a low anymore that, oh, it might be a bad simon. It happened already. Rachman We know and we acknowledge that Kodesh Baruch Hu has a plan and everything is midah keneged midah and Hashem has it all, um, has the, has the goal of Geula in mind. The Archa Shochan in the beginning of his Sefer and Arachayim. Archa Shochan we know is a halachic work, but in the beginning of his Sefer, he talks all about the Yisodos HaEmunah. 
It's beautiful if one has ever looked at it. The first 10 to 15 Seifim in Simon Aleph. Simon Aleph, which is about Dini Ashkama Saboker. Right? But in that Simon, beginning, he talks all about, he quotes Rambam, Avas Hashem, and Yiras Hashem, and, and all the Esodos, but he has a couple of other ones that others for him don't focus on. One of them is he quotes the Smog. He quotes the Smog in source 11, Sifyud. Quotes the Smog, there's a separate Mitzvah Zasei Daraisa. Two, when as a reaction to difficulties, to be Matzik the Din and say, Hashem, I trust you. With all the difficulties that it might entail. The Smog says, he quotes it, Mitzvah Zasei Litzadek Es Hadin Al Kol Ma'ora. To be Matzik the Din. That's a mitzvah sasei daraisa, according to the smag. Shene'amar, v'yadate in lovavecha, ki kasher yaser ishes bino, Hashem alokecha miyasreka. Like a man punishes and gives yisurin to his son, right? If son doesn't want to take medicine, he forces the medicine into the son. Because I know this is good for you. That's what Hashem does to us. Hashem alokecha miyasreka. V'yanachnu, says the Arach HaSholchan, 100 years ago, 120 years ago, before the, the world wars. Anachnu b'nei Yisrael. Ayefei hazman. Below menucha. Ayefei hazman. Look how he writes before the, the largest tragedy. Zekarov l'shnei alafim shana. It's close to 2,000 years. Chayavim anu ladas. Sezeu akolotov aseinu. It's all for our good. L'zakechotanu. To purify us. K'mosh amar anavi zacharya. Utsraftim kitsaruf esakesef. Hashem is refining us. Hashem is refining us. When we go through the Tochacha, we have to have a Munashlema. Everything, all the Tsaris and all the Tiltulim and the Galios, it's not vengeful. It's all somehow for our good. Personally and nationally, anything that happens to Am Yisrael, Dim Lokain, because if it wasn't, we wouldn't be around anymore. Lo doesn't make sense. And there's no greater sign of this than the fact that we're still here. Hashem will never leave, even though it seems like it. He's still calls out to us. We answer him. Amarti Amihu, that is the Yisod Hamuna that is most appropriate to think about. And we recognize that God has a plan. And it's also, you know, there's Throughout our history, there's always uh, always things happening in history. But as, again, as we uh, have Yom Yerushalayim this week, and we think about the events of uh, 50 years ago, 50 plus years ago, we know Kodesh Baruch Hu has a plan. And whether it's days of Halova Hoda, and we thank Kodesh Baruch Hu for what's Simcha to us, or Rechman Al-Islam, the opposite, when we have to be Mastikvedin, we have to recognize that Kodesh Baruch Hu is in charge. Hashem is the, there is a Baal Habira, and we daven for the day that it's not an olam hafuch, but it's an olam barur, and we could see Akadosh Baruch Hu, um, the gilu shechina that Hashem promises us, and we we're, and we merit v'hisalachti b'sochachem. We merit that time that Hashem goes with us, uh, not only even in the base of Migdash, but as the Sfarno says, goes with us 
in each and every part and area of our life. Okay, we'll stop here. But next week, we pick up with Sefer Bamidbar.